Welcome to the bottom bunk. Welcome to the bottom bunk. We're doing a part two today to our last episode, which was about Christianity and Black culture. We talked about whether or not they oppose each other. We talked about like our journeys defining our identities as Christians and defining our identities as Black people, understanding where culture meets religion and like those types of things. So in light of that, we brought on two very special guests, Adia and Ashley, who wants to introduce themselves first. I can go. Okay. Hi guys, my name is Adia. I go to Liberty University. I am currently a senior and I'm from Maryland. I grew up in a Christian home with two parents. Christianity was kind of always a part of our life. There was never really any second thought about <laughs> what our household, or it was just going to be a Christian household. Um, however, I didn't necessarily start to, I guess, take my faith into my own hands until I got a little bit older. Like I'd say eighth grade middle school is when I decided that I was going to give God my full, all, my whole self. Hey, I'm Ashley. Currently, I'm a computer science major at Community College in Baltimore County, and um, I plan on transferring to get my degree. So basically, I um, grew up Christian my whole life. My father's a pastor, and my mom's the first lady of our church, so I was practically born into it. It was no escaping it, honestly. I mean, my parents, I, they low-key kind of almost gave us a choice, but it was like not a choice, because like, either you go to church or, like, or you go to church, like that was it. <laughs> there is no in between I just basically followed in their footsteps developed and grew my own relationship with God myself I started reading more and understanding why my parents do the things that they do because I wanted to always understand Mm -hmm. and not question why they did it just understand it for myself so that when I get older I can raise a family and teach my kids to do the same thing so Uh y'all these are our cousins they're not related at all so crazy anyway literally (laughs) awesome Madison do you want to intro us into our little warm-up game oh yeah we have an icebreaker it's called lyrically correct it's gospel lyric trivia oh fun Ooh. all right first question for Ashley just when Zicardi felt like it was the end what did God come and do Zicardi Cortez yeah oh my god is it is it multiple choice no this is a hard one yeah i don't even know this what did god do stop stop it block it (laughs) (laughs) do do you want the answer yeah he did it again oh i don't don't listen to zicardi yeah i I wouldn't i didn't know that one either okay (laughs) idea how do you know Jesus loves you? Um, because the Bible told me so. <laughs> yes. I can't believe and that gives All right, Kayla, what is there in Gilead? A bomb. Yep. And I get the Cardi. Here we go. <laughs> me and Adir are tied. Okay. Here you go, Ashley. In sold out, what does Hezekiah Walker and the Love Fellowship Choir say about their mind? You gotta know. Oh, this. my mind is made up. Yes. Woo. <laughs> I was about to say, I know they not, everybody's not getting these old classics and I'm getting the cardio. <laughs> All right. 
idea to Kurt Franklin, you look so much better when you do what? A, sing, B, pray, C, smile, D, tithe. Smile. <laughs> tithe. Oh, I wish I would look better when I tithe. No <laughs> fat. <laughs> Kayla, hold on because what is coming? Change. Yes. <laughs> hold on. One more. Okay, uh, Ashley, the Walls Group wants to talk about Jesus and still get some love where? Talk about Jesus and still get some love where? I know you heard the song. Talk about Jesus and still get some love in their heart. <laughs> On the radio? On the radio? Wait, you... wait, wait. What song is that? Wait, 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 get wait. some love on the radio. Radio. Oh. Yup. If we you talk about that. Jesus. Yup. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Adia, why is Mary Mary getting themselves together? Because I got some place to go. Yeah. And I'm praying. With... Okay, let me stop saying before I sing the whole song. <laughs> yes. Jamming. All right, Ayla. According to J.J. Harrison, what belongs to God? A, his life. B, his hallelujah. C, his soul. D, his tides. Oh, hallelujah. Is that your Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. So bad at all of these. <laughs> it's it's like really you know hard. Them. Yeah. I mean, but I, mean, I know these songs. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing another round? No, that was three questions each. Let's get into the questions. All right, that discussion. Going off of that, we're going to be talking about Black Church. So, oh my gosh, the- what a reaction idea. Whenever we say black church, it's like low key triggering to some people, I feel like. So, your reaction is very interesting. We're going to explore it. <laughs> yeah. What is black church to y'all? Black church to me is has a very distinct style, right? Even the preacher has his own rhythm, has his own cadence. It's a whole day affair. So, don't have any yeah. plans. <laughs> um what else oh the music you're gonna you're gonna praise until your feet hurt even after your feet hurt you still praise it <laughs> but I really do appreciate the black church because of how authentic real worship is encouraged and that's not the case for a lot of churches I've experienced a couple different churches um at Liberty just by trying to find my home church here and I found it really interesting that it was more of a a stiffer environment where like if you clapped a little too loud like people <laughs> would look your way you know so that's one thing that I really appreciate about the black churches the worship yeah that's a really good point mm-hmm. Ashley talk about it actually I kind of have an opposing slightly view because I feel like I don't want to call it white church <laughs> but <laughs> other churches of, of, of other races I should put it like that I feel like they focus more on worship more than we do. We focus more on praising and dancing, and they focus more on the slow worship songs. It's more like I'm Father, I'll be that name. <laughs> like, and then and then when you get to like our churches, it's more like clap your hands, stomp your feet, like play a shouting track. I feel like more people in a black church are focused on the tune of how things sound mm-hmm. rather than what the actual lyrics of the song mean that's mm. a good point that's a good point so you but you do agree with adia's kind of view of black church like yeah yeah yeah. that like and, and interprets our culture and everything like that mm. the only opposing thing was 
I felt like other churches focus more on worship than we do. Mm, yeah, I think that's interesting because I've come to realize that people kind of think of worship differently mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. what is worship for one person can look different for another person. And so I don't want to take away from Black church by saying that they're not worshiping, but at the same time, it's very easy. I've noticed for people in different styles of like worship mm-hmm. to look at Black church and say, they're acting really excited, but it's not really authentic when in actuality, like, obviously there's no way for us to know that, but I don't know that I just see it as like, there's a time for everything, you know, there's a time for praise and there's a time for that more intimate environment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's an interesting point. I think both of y'all make. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Kayla, you brought up something that reminded me of international churches and how the worship looks very, very different internationally. I've talked to some international students here at Liberty, which is, you know, predominantly white um, church institution area. And they feel almost restricted because they worship how they worship back home. And it's very different here. And people like look at them crazy. Like, like, why are you worshiping like that? I really feel like both styles of worship can almost learn from each other to bring the full variety of recognizing that worship looks like many different things to many different people even across the world Mm -hmm. I think that we just have to also remember that church is just one day a week is just one way you're you're supposed to like worship right you're supposed to like worship at home you're supposed to worship every Mm -hmm. single day you know so maybe one day a week you do like dance and shout a lot or maybe maybe you do that in your house and you go out in public and it's a little different Yeah. Thinking about the history of the Black church and how it was formed and like why it was formed. Like, do y'all know anything about that? No. Okay. So vaguely. Yeah. I have a pretty vague understanding of it, but basically the Black church was formed kind of after Black people were brought to America and they were free from slavery. And so Black church really came up during like the civil rights movement, but even in slavery, like Blacks were leaning on Christianity to like get them through. That was their hope. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that, what other people may see as like inauthentic or theatrical or whatever came from what they went through. That was their identity. That was what they rooted themselves in was that Black church. That's how they came to know their their heritage. I low-key feel like, well, the origin and reason why Black churches were started that has shifted as time progressed I feel like now it has turned more into a musical concert it has turned into a fashion show it, there's so many other reasons why people go to black churches when I when I do white churches it's not so there's no there's not a lot of pressure on how you dress there's not a lot of there's not a lot of pressure on even how you worship how you dance being judged for the way you dance and praise and worship because everybody has their own different style in a black church there is more judgment for those type of things and sometimes in a black church people are scared to express their worship the way that they do because they're scared that someone is going to record them and post it on uh the, the black church tiktok or the black church instagram page so mm-hmm. i feel like this is what it's come down to now with social media and just our society itself yeah I, um ashley talk a little bit more about your experience personally with black church you said your parents what kind of church are they in charge of? So we have a Pentecostal church. We are also a Sabbath-keeping church. Follow the Ten Commandments. 
So that's how we kind of differ from a lot of churches in this generation. Not all churches strictly follow the Ten Commandments as we do. Being raised in a Black church, I mean, there were so many things that it, it differs for other people. Like, I can never wear pants to church. I know other people, they're like, oh, like, I, I wear pants to see Like, that's something different for me growing up in a Black church. Um, another thing that's different for me, like, we used to have Bible study. I would go, I, I sing on the praise team, so I, I'm at rehearsal every Thursday. We leave late after church. We stay after because I'm a preacher's kid. It's just things like that, the whole stereotypical preacher's kid stuff. Yeah. In terms of, like, Black church, where do y'all fall on the scale, do you think, currently? What do you, like, wh- what do you measure it by? That's a good question. What do you think? I don't really know. Because, like, I don't I don't know if you can measure a church. No, you're right. I'm, I'm asking you what you think personally. Just because I haven't been to your church in a while. But I remember a very, very long time ago when I was younger going to y'all's church. And it was the most Black church church experience I've ever experienced. I mean, we turkey. Yeah, y'all are Black church. Like, y'all were the... Y'all are what I think of when I think of Black church. Like when I went there, when years those years ago, like stay until 3 and 4 p.m. Because we did. When, whenever we went to church, I knew it was going to be all day. You know, like mm-hmm. praising the the ladies in the front. Remember whenever they started stomping in the floor, we start shaking. <laughs> and, bro. I, I think we, we're definitely churchy. But some of the things have changed. Like now we only have service for two hours. And that's okay. the max. Um, oh, that's we a do. Uh, <laughs> that's a big change. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. We're from eleven to one at one. That's it. That's such like a shock to me now. Being at Liberty, being like surrounded in the white church, one hour max is here. It's one hour max. He said two hours. I said whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah. White churches. Yeah. Yeah. You're in and you're out. Mm-hmm. And crazy. early yeah. too. I go two hours mm-hmm. too to my church. That's two hours. Two hours from my church. Yeah. yeah. This is the thing. The older I get, the more I'm realizing, like, why do we say the things that we do in church, and especially in Black church? I think we've we followed so many traditions for so long. We don't even question why we do the things that we do. Like, oh, oh, I was just telling my mom this the other day. When people get up to sing, they was like, oh, so and so's about to get up to do a sermonic selection. What was sermonic about her selection? <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like, and I even, so my mom was like, look up sermonic. And it means it's used to describe somebody about to present a sermon. Yeah. I had no preaching in that selection. Like, what is she seeing? Does she sing something related to the sermon? No, but that's what people say. Like, when, when people get up to sing in a black church, they're like, yeah, she's about to present a sermonic selection. Oh, I see what you're saying. I just feel like, even with the timing thing, like, why are we in church for three to four hours? Because if you can't get out, if we got, if the church really gotta force you to get out what you what you gotta get out in three to four hours, that's a problem. If you can't get out what you need to get out and you can't worship in those two hours, like somebody gotta push you to worship, it shouldn't be pushed. It should be done willingly. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good thing about having a cutoff. Now, yes, in some moments, just the worship was so heavy that we have run over and gone past the one o'clock. But if I if the preacher gotta Say, come on. Everybody can, like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not forcing you to give to, to give God what he deserves. Right. Being in a white church, it has, like, the opposite experience, right? But there are some drawbacks to that. Like, for example, 
the worship at my church sometimes okay I'm, I'm putting them on blast a little bit here but you're standing there right half the congregation is standing still like just straight yes. like they're not they're not nobody moving they're not sick they're not even singing <laughs> nobody they're not they... they're, nobody's rocking nobody's singing nobody's stepping it's and they're not even singing and then the songs that they sing they're sung straight they're sung like you don't want to be at church they're sung, they're sung like why are we here if we're not here to worship god so that's i guess that's why i have a lot of appreciation for the black church now with the context that i have because even if we go over time even if we you know have a little fillers that may not make sense at least i can come to black church and worship you know if i try to do what i do at a black church at my church mm-hmm. oh they would um excuse me miss can you go to the (laughs) (laughs) it just doesn't fly there and there are a lot of great things about both cultures Mm -hmm. but I just think that there are there are some things that I appreciate about black church that I'm recognizing more now now that I'm in a church um, that has a completely different culture yeah yeah I feel that I feel like one thing I noticed in white church is in addition to not worshiping in the same way there's also more blatant disrespect of church rules than in black churches which is why some of the things in black church that are still done make sense to me like I feel like there should be that peer pressure right sometimes to not show up any kind of way because at white church you can show up in ripped jeans and especially in those bigger churches sometimes no one's saying anything or noticing like I remember I was so blown when I went to white church and there were people on their phones I was like what is this and the ushers were just walking past I was like what is going on what why like Adia said why are you even in church like yeah it really does give like I don't want to be here so I think that I definitely appreciate the wanting to be there-ness about black church sometimes but I do realize that like you know that's not true for every black church or every person in black church yeah that's facts but also it's a reverence thing like no one can make you reverence God you know what I'm saying like that's what I'm saying. I just feel like it's easier to get away with it in a white church than in a black church. Like in a black church, somebody's going to pull you aside and be like, all right, what's going on? Yeah, in a white right. church, you fall into the background. Nobody really cares. And like there's pros and cons to that, like you said. Yeah, for sure. I want to know how y'all have come to like view your black identity and your Christian identities. Do you see them more as merging? Do you see them as two separate things? How is your journey coming to like discovering these separate identities? How are they different? How are they similar? For me, it's kind of the same. I think even from my social media profiles, you can tell who I am. Like me being Black and me being Christian doesn't separate for me. It stays the same. I let people know that I'm true to who I am. I don't think Christianity should be something different, nor should being Black be something different. It's all different characteristics of shape who I am my personality type a lot of people think like I try to be funny like most of the time I be like that serious but like me me being funny doesn't change once I get into church or just because I'm Christian like I make jokes about the Bible all the time that that doesn't switch or anything like that I think being Christian shapes who you are because it teaches you morals and values to shape your beliefs I had a similar experience to Ashley where my my Christian identity and my Black identity were so intertwined that they were almost inseparable. This is my parents doing, by the way. <laughs> Every environment that I had ever been in were two things, Black and Christian. 
However, I did struggle with my Black identity going to my Christian Black private school where people would question my Blackness because I didn't fit their picture of what they felt like Black looked like or Black sounds like or Black dresses like. So I started to internalize that a little bit, right? And then when I get to college is when I'm like actually exposed to white people, as funny as that sounds. And then I was like, wait a minute, they don't like me either. Uh, (laughs) What's going on here? Right. I was like, I thought I was white, but maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then I came to terms with it and decided that nobody's going to black like me. Nobody's going to even Christian like me. My, My relationship with God is my relationship with God. So I kind of made peace within myself. However, I can see where that disconnect would come once you step out of that Black Christian bubble into the other kind of subcultures that are underneath the whole umbrella of Blackness. You know what I mean? Wait, before I make this statement, has everybody been questioned about their Blackness? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, okay, this this is, I don't know where this Okay, so in, in middle school, right, even, and even in high school, like, people know I was Black, not saying I, I ghetto, but, like, sometimes I do use, like, Black terminology. Wow, she like talk that. with her hand. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the only reason that people question my Blackness sometimes is because they felt like I was white privileged because of the things that mm-hmm. I have. And I used to check people. I'm like, I am not white privileged. I'm just Black. Right. And that's where my Christianity comes from. I am black and blessed. Because my parents can afford to do things for me in my life, do you think it's because my parents just make all this money and and we grow up in a a white neighborhood? No, it's because God provided it. So like when you add religion on top of you being black, nobody can question your blackness. That's what I feel like. That was so good. That was it right there. No, because I mean, for me, I'm thinking like, what does it say about Black culture that all four of us have been questioned about our Blackness, right? Because all four of us are saying that we've been in environments where people have compared us to white people. And like, you know, me and Madison grew up like going to private school where there was a bunch of white people. And when we went out into public school, it was like we weren't, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, we were not Black enough. And like, I'm not going to speak to her experience, but I know for me, I struggled for a little bit trying to find like where I was because I I used to try to like, (laughs) I used to try to like be loud and stuff, especially like freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why? That's not even black. (laughs) Because I was dumb. Like, because that's what I thought they wanted. You didn't know anything. Like I was, I was 14, 15 years old. Like I was, I just went, got to high school. I'm just surrounded by all these black people. Like, I don't know what to do. Boys and girls for the first time. Exactly. I wasn't, boys before, I wasn't around black people before. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I was just dumb. I just did stuff. And then after a while, I was introduced to different types of black people. And I think that really helped me to kind of like see my, see black culture for what it was. And it's, it's not like a scale you know it's just there everyone's different your um statement about how like you recognize that there are different types of black people it reminded me of when I first like started being exposed to just a little bit more social media like TikTok YouTube and things like that I realized Mm -hmm. how many different types of black people there were and I was Mm -hmm. like 
if he can do that and be that and do his thing and he wants to do his nerd thing or uh, she wants to do her ballet thing, a classical music thing, and is still black, then I can be that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. All good points. I think that Ashley's honestly just dropping balls because that's such a good way of explaining it. What I was trying to say in the last episode, like when you have so many privileges because you're blessed, it's really easy for people to say like, oh, no, you think you're white. I wanted to expand on that a little bit. I wanted to ask you, Adia, but this is just like a personal interest of mine. If you can't answer this question or you don't want to, it's fine. A lot of people say like Christianity is a black, is a white man's religion. Like you guys have heard this, right? Yeah. Yeah. This Okay. I've only ever heard people say that people say it, but I've never heard anybody say it. So, and I feel like, it, I feel like it. it's probably said more in circles that I'm not in. So like Christian academic white circles, it seems like a place where that might happen. Have either of you had people say that to you and like, what's your response? Or like, have you had conversations where people have said it and you've like defended it? Or like, have you ever had a discussion around it? Concerning the whole Christianity is a white religion um, sentiment, I've heard it implied to me by someone who was Black and not a Christian and was more just like spiritual. I didn't necessarily address that in that conversation, to be honest. I just think it's, I just think it's absurd. So yeah, I don't really have any refutations. I just, I just personally just, I can't wrap my mind about it. I just think it's absurd. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, even the notions that like Black Christianity is different than like white theology or whatever get out of here <laughs> we serve the same god um it's just the difference and it's just difference in like cosmetic stuff to be honest i i grew up in a black christian school right and then i i got theology from that black christian school we got theology classes etc cetera, etc cetera. then i go to a white christian college we also have theology classes guess what was the same <laughs> the theology there are differences in opinions on um minute things right things like speaking in tongues or and that just varied from person to person because yeah it just did so many people have like used that as a like not as an argument but as like a premise of like an argument on why the black church is so out of touch and why like black people aren't staying christian and all i can say is a i think it's absurd like adia said and b i've never heard anybody say that to my face and so i really think it's just people restating things that they've heard so that they don't have to talk to missionaries or whatever but i really think yeah adia go ahead oh i was just gonna say it sounds kind of racist not gonna lie like why what (laughs) does someone gain from saying that like what what is the point that you're trying to make there it's a white man's religion, so like we don't have anything to do with a. Is that is that the point? Because that like, doesn't sound. In the context I've heard it like talked about, it's like black people saying it to like kind of justify like why they're not Christian, like that's for white. Oh. Like you think about colonialism, right? When they're going around like taking over all these countries or whatever they're trying to like convert people as they're doing that and like i don't remember everything from history class people see it as giving like colonism yeah you're still colonized in the mind because you are christian but i've taken a lot of colonialism classes so like i said that could just be the circles i'm in and Mm -hmm. it could be like a bubble thing i just want no because i've i've definitely heard it i've definitely heard it implied before 
I think that regardless of how how we got introduced to the church, God still exists. He mm-hmm. he's he hasn't stopped existing. He didn't start existing when that happened, you know, for African Americans. So I'd say that if that's your only reason to not join, to not believe in God because you think that that's um, sticking it to colonialism, <laughs> I don't think that that's a very um, solid reason. Given that God is going to exist whether or not you hear about Him, you know, religion mm. doesn't belong to a group of people; it's a relationship. And if God didn't want us to be saved, He probably would have written, written that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you know I mean? Like, if God really didn't want Black people in his religion, why wouldn't he say that? (laughs) Instead, instead he made us all in his image. He made us all in his image, and he said, anyone, it doesn't matter who you are, as long as you accept me into your heart, if you confess your sins and believe, believe that Jesus Christ has lived, died, and rose again after three days, then you're saved. There are no conditions, no terms out altered to that. Any terms that we put on there are terms that we have created to keep ourselves from that truth. Yes, I agree with that 100%. And I feel like it also goes back to like how Black culture has changed. Now Black culture doesn't really have as much to do with like Black church. There's other things in there. Actually, yeah, let's sit with that. Let's talk about that for a second. I was black say. church, what does it look like right now? What What is Black culture to you actually? Sorry, I'm going to say culture. Black culture or Black church? Black culture, sorry. What is Black culture? Who defines it? What does it look like? I don't, I don't really know. Okay. That's a good question. Cause... I think it's because I'm living in it. <laughs> like, I could tell you what White culture <laughs> Yeah. Well, I let's think... try, try to reverse it. Like, what would white people say Black culture is? Oh, well, white people say Okay, well, not exactly no. what they would say. Not no. exactly. <laughs> but, like, from an outsider's view is what I meant to say. Like, what is objectively black culture? I guess there's no objective. An anthropology view. What is black culture? Do you use the name? Um, is it a hairstyle? Is it a big type? I will is say. It, is it a food thing? Like what it is, is it? It's all of it. It is a food thing. Seasoning. <laughs> Low key, can I can I say something slightly controversial? I feel like maybe this isn't controversial. I feel like as we've tried to prove that we're not monolithic we've kind of diluted black culture which it has its pros and cons right because now you can see like black vegans and like you know you can um, be vegan and black huh you can be vegan and black (laughs) you've never seen um vegan soul food with the vegan mac and cheese Go to LA. Yeah, or Cal- no, but I'm saying like, yeah. no. go to LA. <laughs> I was, I was asking like, no, I can't be no. vegan and black. No, I'm saying like, oh, people oh. before used to like when black church was invented, there was no black culture, right? Black culture was just church. Black people were basically rebranding themselves, and they rebranded themselves as the black church. That was literally the whole point. Now we're rebranding ourselves again, but we're like we're diluting it right we're spreading out we're saying we're not a monolith we're not all one person and while that's good because we can be individuals it's also kind of sad because it's like a generational american thing like the more we individualize the less community we have and you guys both talked about how important that like black church community was where like you can explore christianity and race at the same time and 
having a Christian Black community, having a community that relates to you and shares your values and things is super important to developing your identity. But is it though? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of vital. Like, is it actually important? Like, objectively, how important really is Black culture? Like, I'm not saying Black culture. I'm saying having a culture that represents all your values <laughs> together at the same time, right? Black it's church true. culture is massively important. And I feel like it represents a it lot is. of issues that we have in our communities where people are like, there's no community anymore. There's no trust. There's no communication. But there's also no Black churches, or to like be honest, smaller. I think that the people leaving Black church and a diluting, quote unquote, of Black culture is very, very different. When you say diluting Black culture and like uh, Black vegans and things like that, I think of the fact that those Black people that like the things that weren't the stereotypical Black thing, they still existed. They yeah, were still I'm there. Not, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying they're not you're right diluting is like they're just, a weird word it's sort yeah, of negative. they're just out now you know what I mean yeah they're just, that's okay just what I'm saying is but, like um, thinking from strictly a Christian standpoint the culture was rooted in Christianity it was rooted in spirituality so it's okay for us to spread it. our work now black people more and more are turning away from the black church but we still keep our position as cult as trendsetters so the trends that we're setting as we um, expand Black culture, are the percentage of them that are Christian is lower now. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I'm saying is like, that's a problem. Okay, I think I, I think I see that as two different problems. Ashley, okay. <laughs> what did uh, Ashley say? I she heard Black she's... culture, Black religion, percentages go down. Black man, <laughs> Black vegan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just saying I see a correlation between the Black culture in, um, like, mainstream culture and the division of the Black church now. Like, I see a connection there. You think think something... Okay, so you think that Black church has to relate to Black culture? I'm not saying it has to. I'm saying that... Or, like, the the decrease in Black culture relates to Black church? Oh. Yes, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, just people fact, leaving like, the church and the expansion of black culture. Yes. Okay. Like that's if black people aren't in the church, they're in the mainstream. That's just the way it is. I mean, of course. Right. If they not right. so I'm saying like the more people that are <laughs> they in outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, I kinda don't see the relationship, but I'm not gonna disregard like, the word yeah, disregard. That's it. Disregard mm-hmm. your claim. Yeah. Yeah, I think that connection makes sense because even though it may not be the reason that people are leaving the church, it should be connected in a way because if Black people used to find their Blackness in church and now they're finding it in other places, then it would make sense that the mainstream would be influenced by that. But what do you think finding your Blackness even is? I just meant like like how the Black church kind of held the identity of Black people you around that time. Yeah, like they kind of held the identity for Black people. Like you went to Black church, like that was your thing. And so now you going to Black church helped you understand being Black? It was. In I would the, think so. It was like a, a strong part of central black, black culture. 
and so being in a that was the center of black identity was the black church i'm not saying that right now because it's changed right so people have stepped out of that and they're finding their identities in black hip-hop culture or i don't know other black things that have happened natural hair community whatever i don't know but even with hip-hop culture like when hip-hop came out, that was a huge, 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 huge thing. And it drove a lot of people out of the church because hip-hop started out with a lot of references, like influence from the church, and, but it moved past it kind of like towards like there was this Black redemption movement, whatever. And then it was like, oh, well, our heritage is in Africa. So it was like a bunch of like African religions in hip-hop. And like, it, it's been a journey. But all that to say... Black identity isn't necessarily centralized anymore, right? So it's like Black culture can be anything now, I think is what we're all getting at. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you can connect to Black culture with it being so arbitrary? Like, how connected do you feel to Black Black culture? Yeah. I don't know. I think... I think we connect to Black culture in all types of ways. Our hair, the way we dance, the way we dress. What's your way? What's my way? Connecting to how I'm Black? Mm-hmm. My hair, the way I dress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try to connect to Black culture, but it's like also you can't get too into trying to be Black so much that you lose yourself too. Then mm-hmm. I lose trying to be who I am. Right, mm-hmm. just because I'm so concerned about, ooh, am I black enough? Yeah, that's a good it, point. I, I don't honestly care whether I'm black enough or too black. I black. care who I am and if I'm losing myself around others. Like, all my friends know, like, I'm black and I'm Christian. Especially, it used to get me, like, when I used to go to high school dances and they'd be like, nah, I know, I know, I know the pastor's daughter ain't um, coming to this dance. And I'm like... <laughs> But that's the thing, though, like, right? Because, like, you should be able... Well, I'm not going to say you should be able to. But, like, do high school dances with Black music... Like, does that go along with Christianity? Like, is it right? Does it give you dissonance? Does it make you feel conflicted? Because I know for me, like, in middle school, I went to my first one, and it was a Black dance. And actually, I was a freshman. I was in ninth grade. (laughs) I remember thinking, like, there's a lot of music being played here that is black music, that is popular black music, mm-hmm. but it doesn't represent me a hundred percent. I think that's a natural feeling, like you know. Oh, I mean, I was in what high school. I really wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm Christian. I can't go to a school dance. <laughs> I was thinking more like <laughs> I was thinking more like. I'm young to once in a lifetime. Why not? I had a very uh, different experience when I went to like the prom and the school dance and things like that because, again, my school was Christian, right? So we Facts. play black music, Ooh, right? So again, what we- did y'all play at the, at the Christian? Um, <laughs> We're very agree. curious to know. To be honest, we I wasn't I wasn't the DJ. All right, I'm gonna put that out there. But we played a lot of the oldies, <laughs> a lot of the oldies, the goodies, and some kind like, of like stuff Michael Jackson. Clean. Like there might have been some Michael Jackson. Don't tell me y'all played Michael. <laughs> Don't tell me y'all played Michael. 
I'm just trying to figure out what, oh, I, like, like what was the like what was the range? What was the genre? So you said yeah, clean versions of everything, clean versions, yeah, of but mostly. I'm trying to remember, but I think most of them didn't need a clean version. They were just cleaner. Okay. But like, was still, there like pop music? Do we have? I don't think we had pop music. God. What music I, to was be, this? To be honest, I don't really trust my memory on this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask this. Let me ask this. What do you listen to now? Oh, outside of yeah. outside of gospel music. Oh, girl. <laughs> outside of gospel music okay i listen to actually i've expanded my range a little bit so i don't really listen to music a lot at all but um right now i'm listening to labyrinth okay yeah Leo soul that. yeah cleo soul like her jazz. yeah harry styles mm-hmm. okay oh, okay so you do i i just thought you didn't listen to oh okay this okay one? you listen to scissor yeah, that's some black like culture right there. Everything's just clean or like mainly wholesome. Kill my ex. Kill yeah. my ex. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just a little violence. Just a little bit. Absolutely. Okay. I don't listen to any, any at all. Secular music, no. Like not on my playlists. Like if I hear it, like I know it, but So if I said Kayla, what's on that new Sith album? You would no. I've never listened oh, to a scissor song. I've never listened to scissor. You never listened to scissor? I've probably heard it around like on campus or like at the hair salon, but like oh, I couldn't tell you the name of a song. I get her mixed up with so many people. No, let me put you on a Jasmine Sullivan. That oh, oh yeah, really she's good. Yes. I get all of them mixed up. Her, scissor, Jasmine Sullivan. I don't I can't tell See, you. Yeah, I at least know who they are. I, I know their names. Why? But okay. So why is that though? I don't know. It's just a personal thing. Like I just, I just didn't have a desire to. Like yeah, I didn't I feel like that. I was missing out on nothing. <laughs> but I mean, I I feel content with my worship playlist and my gospel rap. <laughs> you know, it satisfies me. So I'm okay. I, respect, I respect rap. I don't. I feel me? like I should name my. I artist feel now. like Ashley. no. You can name your artist, Ashley. I'm not. I don't think it's wrong to listen to secular music. I think anybody should do what they want to do. But I just feel like for me, I, it's just where I'm at. So okay, I, just tell me if this is like a thing for you guys too. But for me, if I listen to um, if I listen to anything like that's too raunchy, that's too much, I will get like physically like ill. I feel a little uncomfortable with it but I don't get like physically ill but I mean that's the thing like I kind of feel guilty though because I feel like that's a big part of like the black community is like these artists yeah and music in general but like that's why I brought up that's why I brought up the school dance thing just because like it is a big black thing like you know you go to these dances you listen Mm -hmm. to a certain music you dance a certain way and so like I kind of feel guilty but I also like feel like at a certain point, you have to make a decision. Like, do I want to be black right now, or do I do I want to maintain like, yeah. my Christian I think, values? And I think so, that's a, a struggle for us. Yeah, how do you manage that without like feeling guilty about not being with your people? And like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't hate Jasmine Sullivan. I don't hate the yeah. people to her, but I personally am not going to listen to her just because that's not where I'm at spiritually right now. You know what I'm saying? So like everybody manages it differently 
but the way I manage it may look to other Black people like I'm not with the culture or something. You know what I mean? The thing is, that's their opinion. It doesn't make you any more or less Black, you know? Like, it doesn't make me, are those who aren't um, exclusive. Yeah, exactly. That's the point where I'm at. You define your Blackness. Period, actually. yeah. Nobody tells you how Black you are. Yeah, I stopped letting people do that. <laughs> Facts, because I'm at the end of the day, I'm be too black for these white people. I'm yeah, too unless you're around black. white people, then you then you pop out the real black. <laughs> but um, if you're around other black people, nobody should question. Facts. All right, Matt, we should wrap up now. Right. So we do final thoughts, and your final thought can be anything that's still on your mind. I like to make it super practical, so. If there's any advice you would give to someone else who's struggling in the areas that we talked about, you can provide them with some advice or you can just say whatever is on your heart and soul. So whoever wants to go first. I think whether you are trying to be Black, whether you are trying to be Christian, everyone should go with the pace that they know is best for them. You shouldn't try to hurry up and try to be Black enough or hurry and try to rush a relationship with God. You choose your own timeline and you choose your own pace and then you'll be the amount of blackness that you need to be and you'll be at the relationship with God that you need to be at. That's good, that's good. I think, yeah, I think I'll branch off that and just say, regardless of where culture goes, regardless of how black culture changes over time, our relationship with God comes first. And like, I think it's hard to come to terms with that and rectify that because you don't ever want to turn your back on your culture. But I think the point is that you are your race because God created you that way, regardless of what race you are. So an example of this is to not think of your Christian identity as taking away from your black identity, because that's simply impossible. I feel like God wouldn't have made black Christians <laughs> if if they were so at odds. You yeah. know what I mean? That's There's right. so much more to black culture than just the stuff that you as a black Christian are not doing. There's so much more than even the songs, the shows, the things that you choose not to participate in. It doesn't make you more or less black. Yeah, facts. I'll just wrap it up and say one of the sayings that I wish I had heard earlier in my identity crisis and one of the things that I wish I really took to heart was this saying that I recently heard, only the one who created you has the power to define you. And that was like really powerful. I'd probably heard it before. I wish I had took it to heart sooner and really took the time to understand like how God defined me. Yeah. I feel that though, because think about it. Doesn't it make sense instead of like trying to find your black identity in black culture or wherever it's going, doesn't it make sense to find your identity in God, even if it's your black identity, because he made you black, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, does it even matter? Like if you're in black culture or not, or what is black culture? You know what I'm saying? Like, does that even matter? I mean, connecting to people matters, but like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what I'm saying is finding your identity, even if it's your the Black aspect of your identity in God should be like a thing that we try to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm Christian first, then Black. That's good. 
I love that, y'all. Thank you so much for joining. Y'all are amazing. I learned so much. <laughs> Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to be here. Yay. If you so want, if you hated it, like feel free to tell us that too. We're open to feedback. So I really enjoy it. I don't want to stop. <laughs> I don't want to stop. I know. But I know it's getting late over there. So I got church in the morning, guys. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Actually, wait, tomorrow is what day? Saturday. Okay, okay. I was like, do I have <laughs> Not too much. All right, y'all. Good night. Good, Good night. night.